Welcome to the All Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this episode of the All Around Joe podcast, I am going to be talking about how to program for CrossFit. So this is going to be intentional towards coaches, CrossFit coaches, towards people that want to understand how us coaches program for the classes. So if you're an athlete, this might be interesting. So knowing how to get inside or how you can have an idea for why we set things up the way that we do. And if you're a coach, this is my complete process. I've been programming workouts for over 15 years now. And I will definitely admit that when I started, I was not the best programmer ever, but over the years, I've come up with this system and I've written a lot, a lot of workouts. So I know at this point how to do it well, and I can teach that to you. If you hear any noises in the background, I'm dog sitting right now. That's Pilot the dog making some squeaky noises in the background. I think she's ready to go outside and play, but she's going to have to wait for us to record this podcast. Before I hop right into how to program for CrossFit, I want to mention a couple of my partners here that I have. The first is one that I have not mentioned before, but I should have because I've been using this product for over, man, over two years now for sure. It's called Perfect Amino from Body Health. And Perfect Amino is a product that I use or started using back when I was having my adrenal fatigue issues. And it was because I wasn't digesting my proteins or my amino acids correctly. So I needed to find a product that was incredibly uh, pure and incredibly um, effective. Okay. And if you go and read up on what the things that this perfect amino can do for you, it's basically just the essential amino acids that you need for your body. And when taken on an empty stomach, it gets utilized very effectively. And I've noticed that when I've been taking this and I take it as prescribed, and I do take quite a few of them, but I take it as prescribed, meaning on an empty stomach and I have not eaten any protein or fat for two hours and I do not eat any protein or fat following taking the supplement for 20 minutes, I notice that I am probably 75% less sore, okay? And usually less, a lot less sore than anybody else that I train with. And for some reason, they haven't caught on to this little secret of my perfect amino, but they're starting to now. So I wanted to share it with you guys. I've recently partnered with this company, Perfect Amino. You can get to their product quickly by going to allaroundjoe.com slash perfectamino and you can use the code allaroundjoe to get yourself 10% off. So I highly recommend you check this stuff out. If you want to know about exactly how I take it, the timing and all that fun stuff, just let me know. Throw it in the comments below. I'll be happy to answer those questions for you. The other partner that I want to mention is Whoop and that's W-H-O-O-P at whoop.com. The Whoop strap is the superstar activity tracker that myself and all of my training partners use at this point. It tracks how, basically how recovered you are from several different aspects of the inputs that it gets from the Whoop strap that you wear on your wrist all the time. So I I don't even take it off during the shower. But what it does do for me is it tells me when I should train hard or when I should pull back a little bit. And this has been incredibly beneficial for me as I've gotten better and better at learning about my body and how and when I should really crank hard. 
So if you want to know the most about your body, you want to optimize your performance, I highly recommend the whoop strap and you can get quite a discount by using the code all around Joe. If you have any questions about either my partners uh, or want to know reviews or anything like that about any of these products, just hit me up by dropping a comment in the comment section below or shoot me an email at allaroundjoe.com. All right, next on to how to program for CrossFit. So this is a step-by-step -step system that I have developed over the years, like I mentioned before, and I'm just going to walk you through how my brain works, how I set this up, and I've just built this based off of necessity for having to program a lot, whether it be uh, writing a program every single day on my All Around Joe blog for certain groups, or for programming at Stoneway CrossFit, or way back in the day when I was programming for personal training clients. So I've done a lot of this. And now actually, I'm programming some of my own training as well, which I've done that in the past, especially when I was bodybuilding and running ultra marathons. But for the last few years, I've been following someone else's programming like Misfit or, or CrossFit Invictus or something like that. But I've noticed that I can get way more out of my body and improve faster if I'm programming for myself. The question is, do you have the time to program for yourself? And this isn't really about that conversation, but it's just something that I've done, so I wanted to note that. So here's my personal system for how to program for CrossFit. First, start, your, start by writing your program off at your most creative time during the day. This is really important because having written a lot myself, whether it's programming or a blog post for this podcast, I've written thousands and thousands of articles and posts at this at this point in my life and I know that if you figure out the optimal times for doing that creative work for you you're going to produce a much better more creative uh, much more loved and liked piece of work so for me that's first thing in the morning with my coffee in hand I might even be uh, popping a little bit of seal tep so if you haven't checked that out before um you should check out SealTep, that's C-I-L-T-E-P, and that's from naturalstacks.com. You can use my code all around Joe if you want to get some of that stuff, but that helps you to focus more. It's some good stuff, so I'll have my SealTep and my coffee in hand. Then I'll, I'll pop up in a Google spreadsheet, and I highly recommend using a Google spreadsheet or some other shareable spreadsheet where you can have people update it in real time because it's going to come back down the line in the process on being important that other people can take a look at what you're doing to check out what, you, what you've written, what you've created. So I like to use a Google spreadsheet because they're very, very shareable and they are able to update in real time. Like you could be writing in one cell and someone else could be writing in the other cell and you'll see it updating in real time. It's freaking awesome. So using a Google spreadsheet, definitely a must. Oh, and those are free too if you've never used them before, Google spreadsheets. Just go to Google Drive or drive.google.com and you can play with that, get started. Write your first strength program or your strength program first is the next step. So I always like to structure by going with my strength program first. And I like to have a very linear, basic strength program that repeats itself weekly. And I know that some people don't like this approach as much, and I might even change it depending on what I'm trying to do, the time of the season, that type of thing. So if like the opens here, this might be a little bit different. But for most case, my strength program is going to be very linear, you know, like for example, I might like to back squat on Mondays and snatch on Tuesdays and clean 
or deadlift on Wednesdays. And then that repeats throughout the program so people know what they're going to get. And then it also makes it easier to program because it's linear and you know what to expect for that day as you're writing your program. So I structure my strength program like that. I'll go down in the spreadsheet. So the first column is going to be the day or the date, right? The second column is actually going to be the warm-up. The third column is going to be your strength program. The fourth column is going to be your notes, all right, which will be notes for the strength program. The fifth column is going to be your Metcon or metabolic conditioning. The sixth column is going to be your notes for the Metcon, all right? And I'll talk about all these things in detail as we go. And I will actually put a picture of a program that I've written, so what it looks like on the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 92. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 92. So if you're a visual person, like I know I am, you can go ahead and hop over there and take a look and see what my columns look like. And I'll actually have a program, uh, well, probably a few days of a program that you'll be able to see in in an image at the blog post. So you write your strength program first. And then that will help to figure out how your warm-ups and your Metcons will flow. So the strength program starts there. And there are also different ways of doing this. You know, I know that Misfits right now is doing their Metcons before their strength programs. And that can be beneficial if you're at a competition. You know, a lot of times you will have a Metcon before a strength piece. And I know the last competition that I did, we had two Metcons before the strength piece. And then another... Uh, like max effort, I believe it was muscle-ups right after the strength piece. So you do have different ways that you could approach this for different groups of athletes. But for the most part, for the most part, not always, you're going to have your strength component before your conditioning component. Just because then people have the most amount of focus for that. They'll have the biggest opportunities for improving themselves. And because you don't have a lot of time. So like you'll you'll usually only have about... 60 minutes, right? And that doesn't include the the starting and ending to get people out of there on time. So let's say you have only about like 50 minutes. In that 50 minutes of time, you have to get people warmed up. You have to potentially take them to a strength piece and then, or a technique piece even. Sometimes it will be technique instead of strength. And then it will be a, a Metcon, right? And I've noticed that if you, there are people that say, you know, you don't have enough time to focus on all those things. You should just go with Metcon or CrossFit.com style of program because it you're taking away from all of these coaching aspects. But I know that as we've tried that before in our gym and it people tend to feel like they're not getting enough out of it if they don't have strength pro- programming and they do like it. They really enjoy having a strength programming and I'm of that feeling as well. I like having that in there. Uh, on a weekly basis and knowing that I'm going to like challenge myself strength because it feels good. So after you've written your strength program, then I hop over and I write my Metcon or my metabolic conditioning. All right. So this should, should have some sort of flow from day to day. Definitely. Uh, You can have it flow from your strength to your Metcon and you basically just want to make sure that it flows from one day to the next and so from strength to Metcon and from one day to the next so that you are making sure that people are not completely overloading themselves unless that's your intention. You know, my feeling with programming is that the program is as good as the explanation 
can be from the programmer. So if someone wants to write a back squats two days in a row, I would usually say that's not a good idea, but if they have a great explanation for why they are programming for their specific athletes to do that, then it can be fine. So you have to go with that and just let it flow from those days and have an explanation for why you're doing it. So next up, after you've written your metabolic conditioning, your Metcons, then you write your warm-ups. So warm-ups should be designed to raise body temperature first off, first and foremost. Okay, you got to raise that body temperature up and then get people ready for specific movements that will be doing that day in class. Okay. What that means is that if you're back squatting that day and you're, let's say it's a fairly basic day, back squatting and running, you just need to get people warmed up for those particular things. And I like to warm people up with movement-specific activities personally. So if they're back squatting, we're going to do a lot of squats to warm up, okay? There might be some things that we're going to do in order to turn on the glutes, you know, make sure that our hamstrings are lengthened so we can get into the bottom of our squats, those things. But a lot of that is moving through the actual squat position. You know, I might... If I'm having someone back squat, I might go through some overhead squats with PVC pipes in order to just help keep the chest up, uh, get the shoulders activated as well because you should be using your shoulders in your back squat. Then also do some back squat, then do some lunges, then maybe do some monster walks in order to open up the hips and activate the glutes, right? I'm also going to have started them off with probably a run or a ride or a row in order to get the body temperature up. So that's how you're going to feel out your warm-ups, all right? Also note that some athletes might have specific things that they need to warm up personally before class what that means is they might have an old injury or something and you have to let everybody know that you're coaching that it's their responsibility to have those specific things warmed up because for example at stoneway crossfit where i'm the head coach if we have 12 people in a class which is what we cap it at and one person has a specific knee issue that they need to warm up thoroughly before they actually are ready to go then I cannot specifically warm that person up and neglect the other people in the class. So they need to get there early, and they should know this, get themselves warmed up for that specific area, and then follow along with the warm-up for the class. Or I would even be fine with them doing their own warm-up during the time the class is warming up if that's what they feel comfortable with. But just know that they have to be dealing with their own shit specifically, okay? Then after writing the warm-up, you're going to write the coach's notes. This is incredibly beneficial for any coaches that are running your classes that are not you. So knowing what those coach's notes are so that you can have specific things like, oh, I'm going to do a high hang snatch. What I'm looking for is people to have their chest incredibly vertical and to drive the barbell off of their, their contact point, dropping quickly, you know. Or we're going to, let's say, for example, have a Metcon and you want people to focus on going unbroken, so not putting the barbell down on a specific movement. And that will help the coach to actually tell the athletes what weight they should be using for the workout. Because if, let's say, there's 30 snatches in the workout and you want it to be as big unbroken sets as possible, your athlete's probably not going to pick, you know, a 150-pound snatch. They might pick something more like a 95-pound snatch or even less if you're trying to get them to have, you know, at least 10 reps unbroken at a time. So having those coaches' notes is incredibly beneficial for both the strength 
and the metabolic conditioning. So add those in there and you'll be able to see how this works on my spreadsheet that I show you. Then what I do is I step away from the program. So what I've done is I wrote the strength, pro strength program, I wrote the metabolic conditioning, I wrote the warm-ups, then I wrote the coach's notes, then I stepped away for 48 hours. This is just my system here. I step away for 48 hours, let the brain recover. I know that sometimes we'll get caught up in working really, really hard, and I've found that at least for a lot of these creative things that I'm doing, I need a day in between to let my brain recover and just flush things out. So there are times, obviously, you don't have the amount of time that you would need in order to take 48 hours, but just know if you do have the time, this is a beneficial way of doing it. Let that brain recover. It takes a lot of mental glycogen to write a program, especially a good one. Then you're going to review the program for a second time. This is where it gets interesting. So during the second review, what I do is walk myself through each day of the workouts, okay? This is very this is very similar to what I would do for my visual, visualization training. So let's say you, if you've done visualization training before, here's an example. Like every day before an open workout, I would be lying in bed and I would walk myself through it. Maybe the first time it would be really slow and I would go through every single rep. For this, if you have the time, depending on how long your program is, that can be beneficial as well. But I will usually do a faster version of it. So I'll put myself really quickly through, in my mind, through the warm-up, really quickly through the strength, really quickly through the Metcon. Okay, then I'll do it the next day. And as you do that, it's been shown in your brain that you're firing off these, the nerves are firing the same way as if you're actually doing it. So what is beneficial, then you get to actually walk yourself through the program and you'll feel these little weird things, at least I do, when I know that I've overtrained a certain muscle group and I have to ask myself if I want to actually do that. So I'm walking myself visually through each day of the program to see how it's going to feel. And it may be that it doesn't feel enough and you have to add more, but you go through that feeling your way through the program, okay? Incredibly beneficial. And if this sounds <laughs> super weird for you right now, just know that if you practice this, you will get better at it just like anything else. And it will end up being a huge asset to you and you'll be a better programmer than those people that do not take the time to do this. So after you reviewed the program for a second time, then you step away for another 48 hours, okay? Again, Brain, relax, recover. And this isn't like you're spending the whole day doing a program, right? I might spend an hour or two at a time doing this, but it does take a lot of mental focus when you're going through it or you're recovering or you're visualizing it. So then stepping away gives you a fresh, fresh blank canvas in your brain the next time that you go to it. So then I'll come up on a third time. And this time your program should be pretty solid, right? You walked yourself through it, you edited it, you're pretty much just looking it over to make sure that you didn't have any mistakes in there, you didn't have any typos, that type of a thing. So it's just this process of the third time should be pretty darn quick, but it's just good to have that little bit of extra review time for your program. Then what you do is, since you have a Google Doc and it's really easy and accessible for everybody, you send your program off to someone else to review for you, all right? I know that some people, like uh, at, I believe it's NorCal CrossFit or NorCal Fitness, Jason Kalipa's gym, uh, they have a whole team 
that reviews the programming, okay? Usually we have one person that's gonna review the programming at my gym, and I'm usually reviewing almost everybody's programming, but then when we send it to the team also, they'll take a look at it, all the coaches, and there will usually be questions about like, what were you thinking when you were doing this or whatnot, and then the coach has a chance to go and make some corrections or explain why they did what they did during the program, which is what you should always be able to do. And if you've gone through all these steps, you have been in your program enough that you should be able to explain what the heck you're doing during the program and why you're doing it, okay? Then post it up, okay? So that could be you, that could be someone else at your gym. If you're writing this for a blog or your own programming, you're trying to do, you know, superstar get to the games programming or weight loss programming or whatever that may be, and you're, you know, post it up on your blog, maybe have it drip out day by day for the next, you know, month, two months, three months, year, however long you're gonna program for. Uh, I usually tend to program a month at a time and then step away, program another month at a time so that you can have some sort of flow or a cycle at a time. So I had de developed them based off strength cycles. You know, the strength cycle could be four to eight weeks or even, you know, 12 weeks, depending on what you're gonna do that. And that would be what you'd sit down and write at, at one specific time so that you can have the flow for that whole period of time. So after you've posted it up, then you let people at it. Um, and it's always good to get feedback. It's always good to hear what people think of your program. So put it out into the world, see what people think. And uh, yeah, just to recap though, I know that was a lot. My system for how to program for CrossFit, or it could be for anything else, right? But CrossFit is what I usually write my programs for is make sure you start at the most creative time of your day, use a Google spreadsheet, write your strength program down first, write your metabolic conditioning program or your Metcons, then write your warm-ups, okay, because you can feel your way through what you're going to need to be able to, to warm up for with your strength and your meta Metcons after that. Then write your coaching notes. So these are the things that you want to get out of each particular piece. And so other coaches know because you're probably not the one that is going to be coaching all of these, although maybe you are, you know. Then step away for 48 hours. Let your brain recover. Review your program a second time. When you review that second time, visualize your way through each workout, smooth everything out so that it makes sense so that you're not overloading any particular body parts or underloading them. And then step away for one more 48-hour period, another brain recovery, so that for the third time you've basically polished this thing off, it's looking good, you send it off to another person or coach or coaches for review, and if they have any questions, you answer those questions, then you post it up, your programming is good to go, solid, awesome, ready to rock. Cool! So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the All Around Joe podcast. One last time, I want to quickly mention my partners because I love these guys. And if you end up buying anything through them, then it helps support the All Around Joe podcast, which keeps me producing it. And I love to produce it. So please check out these partners. The first one is Perfect Amino. This is the product that I use instead of post-workout protein, actually. I do not use post-workout protein at all. No protein powders for me, except as meal replacement type of things. I use Perfect Amino. That is it. And personally, I take 10 tabs before my workout, uh, two hours after eating protein or fat, and 20 minutes before any 
other food consumed. You can find out about Perfect Amino by going to allaroundjoe.com slash perfectamino and use the code allaroundjoe to get yourself a 10% discount. Definitely use that. The Whoop Band, all right? or whoop strap, however you want to call it. It's at whoop.com. This is the fitness tracker of fitness trackers here. It tells you if you should train or not based off your recovery score. It tracks your sleep, resting heart rate, HRV, all of that fun stuff. It uploads an incredible amount of data, and they're always improving. I know because I get to work with them and talk to people on their team to hear about what's going on and how they're crushing it. So use the code allaroundjoe at whoop.com to get yourself a sweet discount and let me know if you have any questions about that. So any of this stuff, guys, I love hearing from you and hope that you're enjoying the All Around Joe podcast. The All Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.